Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey, I'm Paul Stevenson, and this is a Side 2 episode of VRP Rocks, the ultimate classic rock podcast that says that my music is better than yours. Make sure to subscribe to VRP Rocks on your podcast app right now so you don't miss any of the big-name guests I've got lined up for you with new VRP Rocks episodes released every single Monday. Now, you might have already noticed that this week's show is a little shorter than usual, and that's because, well... I was presented with the opportunity to speak with blues rock guitar legend Joe Bonamassa. Well, what a player he is. Phenomenal. Anyway, rather than my usual long sit-down chat about their career, this was one of those quick, you've got 20 minutes maximum slots and he's here to talk about his new album and tour type of things. You know, the ones where the poor guests sit there all day answering the same questions, probably. But as I said, it's Joe freaking Bonamassa, so I'm hardly going to say no, am I? What I will do, though, is try very hard to get him back on in a few months, maybe down the line somewhere to hear about more about his career and stuff. But for today's show, as I say, we're going to hear all about his new record, which is called Blues Deluxe Volume 2, which is a follow-up to his brilliant Blues Deluxe record that was released 20 years ago. Now, if you ever had the ultimate pleasure of seeing Joe perform live, you'll know that he really is a blues virtuoso. He can make that thing sing and rock and cry and scream and, well, everything in between. Joe has achieved 26 number one albums on the Billboard Blues Chart, which is staggering, including his latest album, Tales of Time. He's been nominated for three Grammys, won numerous Best Guitarist Awards in so many different blues, rock and guitarist publications, and he continues to work and perform with the great and good of the world of music. He also launched the Keeping the Blues Alive Foundation to help struggling musicians, aspiring musicians and fund schools to help keep music accessible and alive for many people. And he's also started his own record label and concert promotion marketing company to help aid and advance independent artists all over the world as well. He really is fighting the good fight for musicians who, well especially since the pandemic, have really struggled. So anyway, yeah, I think he's a legend and was honoured to spend a very short amount of time with him to hear about his new release, the album Blues Deluxe Volume 2, which is out now. So please enjoy this brief chat with the great Joe Bonamassa. 
Now, I'm delighted to speak with Joe Bonamassa about his new record, Blues Deluxe Volume 2. It's a companion record, a nod back to the original Blues Deluxe album that Joe released 20 years ago now. Incredible. Can't believe it's that long ago. Now, first of all, Joe, thank you for joining us. And uh, please reflect back on that first album and that stage of your career and, and then the impact that that record had on you and your career moving forward. Well, we had we made this record and there was no guarantees there'd be a second record. Or, uh, there's no guarantees there would be a second volume of anything um, at that stage of my life. And when the 20th anniversary came up of the Blues Deluxe, I said, "Well, we should we should absolutely um, we should absolutely uh, you know do something in in uh, you know for it." But there was no extra tracks. There was no there was no nothing from from the first album so i asked josh smith to produce uh the volume two and he did wonderfully and um and it was asking two questions i'm like am i a better artist than that than i was 20 years ago and am i a better singer and and you know you know basically asking you like do i still have it? and and do i still have the passion for it and and you know we went in and we cut the record in less days than the first record which seems to be insane um because the first one was cut in like five days or you know seven days and we did this one in like six days but you know it was uh not because we had lack of time nor budget it was just because that's all it took and you know we we cut eight songs in two days i'd sing them and play the guitar on the floor and that was it i mean like literally the solos were mostly live and then i would sing and then we added horns and strings one day and mixed it it was just it, it was a pretty easy process and it was a real joyous process to be honest with you. and you, you mentioned something interesting there when you said the two questions uh, are you a better musician are you a better singer now so so what have you how, how have you progressed do you think how have you grown as a, a musician and a singer over that period of time um i'm more melodic and yeah, I mean, just, I think it was, you know, I think my voice is richer. I think I have better pitch control. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's not up for me to, to, to get into the macro. Um, some people like the way I sang 20 years ago. Some people like the way I sang 10 years ago. I, I, I don't know. Some people hate the way I sing altogether. Um, that's, that's neither here nor there. So. Absolutely. Well, there's a couple of new tracks on there, original songs on on this new record, but we'll touch on the, the the covers first. I mean, obviously, there's so many songs you could have chosen and gone with. So, so what's the reasoning behind the ones that you have chosen to to put on this record? Well, I mean, it was just Josh and I made a list, and there was some ones that appeared on both lists, and then we we tried to stay off the well worn path. Yeah. You know, um, there's no reason to do that. Uh, to just there's just no reason, and we've done. A lot of this is the you know for us is is you know it, does it make sense? Does it is it the right song for me? You know because normally we're doing this. Josh and I are doing this for other people, and um, so it's 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 a little different when you're the protagonist in all of this. Um, so yeah, I mean the, the song selection process is pretty easy. You know, I mean we came in and just were like we got this, this, and this. Okay, cool. What else do we need? And then we look around and that was it. 
Fantastic. And then in terms of the two originals, I mean, where, where, is that something you had left over or is that something you came up with for this record? Um, the, don't you realize um, it's Cabal again. It was something I wrote uh, with Tom Hambridge and just never got to cutting it. I always liked the song. And um, and then Josh came in with that song, Is It Safe to Go Home? And and that was the big Gary Moore moment for us. And, and uh, yeah, it was it was the pretty much. Um, yeah, it was pretty much that was it. Uh, you know, every, everything came together very organically, very, very organically. And, and it was there was no there was there was no like. Um, yeah, there was there's it was it really didn't fight us at all. We just, just kind of played it down. Fantastic. And it's out now, that record. I recommend you get a copy of it. And I always recommend a physical copy as well, rather than download or streaming, if it's possible, if resources can can stretch, of course, because there's so much more that comes with a physical copy, isn't it? I've looked on your website and you can get things with signed versions and, and merchandise and a pack of picks and lots of different things like that, isn't there, on there? At, at some point um, with records, artists are going to have to pay people to take them. <laughs> Literally, literally. Yeah, yeah. I got this box of records in my in my garage. I will pay you to haul them off. Um, you know, the thing about physical copies is is it's uh, to me it's amazing. Um, it's amazing that people still buy them because most cars made in the last five years don't even have a CD player, so. Unless you're a vinyl collector, you know most of the time you're you're consuming the music linked through your phone, which is streaming, which is fair enough. Um, you know when I, when when Napster came out and the, the early origins of Pandora and Spotify, I said it's over because if you owned a pub. That gave away free beer, or or or, or had a ten dollar a month subscription. All the beer you can drink every day for the first twenty nine days of the month, excluding February. Okay, but on the thirtieth day or the thirty first day, you have to pay full price. How many customers do you think are going to show up on the thirty first day? No, you've given it away at fractional pennies to the artist and then a $10 or 10 pounds uh, subscription. So it's astounding to me that anybody buys physical records anymore. A, because the actual medium or the media is becoming obsolete. There's no way to, what I put, I'm sitting in front of a computer and an iPhone in a house of guitars. I don't have a CD player. So I stream. It's just easier. And so, you know, the record business is a, a difficult one to navigate because a lot of people who have been in the record business a long time like me go, what record business? <laughs> but with that said, Blues Deluxe has been out for a couple of years. Yeah. And it's been well received. 
Excellent stuff indeed. And, and you've always been described as the world's busiest bluesman and you're just starting back on a tour of another big tour of North America, which runs till uh, early December. Then you're, you're back on the road again in early spring. I think it's February, March, another 19, 20 dates across America as well. But you're coming to these shores. You're coming to Europe. You're, you're playing the famous Royal Albert Hall. Then you're heading to Belgium and Germany and France and Netherlands and Austria and Poland and all these places. I mean, do you enjoy playing in, in Europe over here? And, and what, how do they, the crowds differ to, to the American audiences? It's different. I mean, it's different in every country. Um, depends if they're seated or standing. Yeah. Um, standing audiences tend to be a lot rowdier. Um, but we have a long form show. So our show is like two hours and 10, two hours and 15 minutes. So it's not really uh, conducive to standing, you know? Um, and I, I think our audience likes to sit. So it's just different. Um, you know, there's, there's some audiences there just, I mean, like America, they tend to um, want to be part of the gig. Like, they like to hear themselves shout weird, random things in theaters during the during the quiet parts of the show. Um, Europeans and, and the English are a little more polite. And, uh, and it just depends market by market, you know. I mean, London's different than, than, than Zurich. And then Zurich's different than than you know Brussels. So it's uh, we've been there so many times that that we know what to expect. Yeah. yeah. And it must be fun for you. I think I can't remember where it was. It might have been Doug Aldridge actually. He said that when you come to Europe, um, you drive three or four hours, and it's a completely different way of life. It's a different society, a different language. Whereas in America, you can drive for for days, and it's all exactly the same. So do you enjoy the fact that you come to Europe and you experience these different things? Oh yeah, I mean, I can drive three or four hours and still not get off the island of Manhattan <laughs> during rush hour. You know what I mean? It, it, you know, it's you know, I mean, in America, it's culturally diverse, though. I mean, there's you start getting into the South or the Southeast or the West Coast. Or Texas is basically its own country. Um, you know, the Midwest is a different world. You know, but it's it's we're still all American. We speak this relatively the same language um but you know to me it's like it's 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 interesting when you're you know you could be on the the border of france and belgium and 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 and, and you know the, the germany's a, an hour away and, and it's like all these languages are being spoken and all these cultures are meeting at the same you know it's like it's like to me it's 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 amazing you're going like 45 minutes we're in germany different different world you know what i mean and then we, you go to France and it's a different world. And it's just, and it's just, the borders are, there is no borders. You just go, you now. it's not like it was 30 years ago, but um, it, it, it's, it, you know, it's great. We love touring. Absolutely. And in terms of getting tickets and, and seeing venues and things like that, especially across North America, because there's plenty in there as well, then check out Joan Bonamassa's website and, and keep an eye on the social medias as well, because always lots of stuff going up there, which is fantastic. But Joe, while we've got you here, just quickly ask you about the Keeping the Blues Alive Foundation too. I mean, this is something that you've set up. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, raising money to fund scholarships and, and music resources for, for schools that need it. And it helps provide young people with the means to progress with their music talent and keep going. And bands as well that uh, struggle since the pandemic and things like that. So tell us a little bit about keeping the blues alive, please, Joe. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it, you've pretty much described it. Um, it's a it's a foundation that we've been working on for over a decade. 
and you know raises money for musicians in need schools um you know we re- it really came in handy during the pandemic when literally every musician was out of a gig with the uh, open-ended no you know no end in sight and and the people in charge telling them that's like well better luck next time you know it's like maybe maybe uh maybe uh, a different career change a path you know because because we view your life and your and your life in music and the arts as some sort of fad or some sort of hobby that you do before you fall into line and pack boxes for jeff bezos i mean that's pretty much what we were told and um that that was scary because a lot of people have expenses that that didn't go away during the pandemic and, and they're for almost a year and a half there was no festivals no no touring no nothing you know and it gets back to the you know all those royalties that we make um uh, on, on the records so 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 you're not getting any royalties from the records you're not making any money on the road because there is no road you know so the foundation really came in handy we, and we we gave away almost seven hundred fifty thousand or eight hundred thousand dollars what i forget what it was um you know and that was pretty much uh what you know what what we do and, and what we did so it's fantastic to see thank you so much for joining us today joe best of luck with with the tour and everything look forward to seeing you over here in europe and everyone get out there and buy blues deluxe volume two as well well worth a copy Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. There you go, Joe Bonamassa there. He really is a fascinating character. I'd love to get more time with him at some point. Again, if you're aware of his material, you'll know just how good he is. Nay, how great he is on guitar. And if you're not familiar, then check out his work. He can get bluesy with the best of him, but also rock out big time as well. Look him up on uh, social media. He puts lots of his live performances on social media, so that would be a good place for you to start. So that's it for me and this week's Side 2 episode of VRP Rocks. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you subscribe to VRP Rocks on your podcast app so you get all the new episodes, loads more great guests coming your way. Leave a five-star review if you can on the app as well. Check out VRP Rocks on YouTube and on the social medias as well. And I'm going to be back next week with another extended interview for you. I've got a drummer who was part of a huge band that first broke big in Canada in the 70s before quickly spreading their fame across the globe. So until next week then, take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.